for my ally is the Force. And a powerful ally it is. Life creates it. Makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings are we, not this crude matter. You must feel the force around you. Here, between you, me, the tree, the rock, everywhere. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. You don't know the power of the dark side. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. I got a bad feeling about this. Welcome to episode 347 of Blue Harvest. I am your host, Halls Burkhart, and despite that stupid long fucking intro, uh, it's just me. Will's not here yet. Oh my goodness. So, <clears throat> uh, thanks for coming to the live stream, guys. We're celebrating seven years of Blue Harvest this evening. And um, we are going to see what happens. Uh, Will should be here, hopefully soon. Sheesh. Um, well, I don't know quite what to do without my buddy Will. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to say you should follow us on Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram at Blue Harvest Pod. You can email us blueharvestpodcast at gmail.com we've got patreon patreon.com slash blueharvestpodcast so guys today we got a new obi-wan trailer we're going to talk about we might have someone special stop by for that um we're going to talk about the disney gallery making of the book of boba fett um and then we're going to do some other stuff and we're going to hear from you guys. We got some voicemails and some emails and those uh, should be fun as well. So we'll try to have a good time. Boy, I'm sure hoping <laughs> young William shows up. <laughs> Come on, buddy. <laughs> I know you're doing the dad thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll, all right, we'll address this. Everybody's talking about it in the chat. Josh Chapman says, holy shit, is Halls' hair gone? uh aaron boyd says look at this sharp young man <laughs> josh wright says halt yeah i cut my hair today guys i said it was coming i got it done i went to so like i go to a barber shop right because i haven't had a, a fucking haircut in seven years and i was like oh where do i go so i looked up like barber shops because like i don't know if a dude like me rolling into a salon is like alarming like like what the fuck are we gonna do with this right so I go to this barber shop and make an appointment. I go in and the guy goes, 
uh, what, so what, what are we doing today? And I go, I, I just want to cut it all off. And he goes, uh, that's going to be like two haircuts. <laughs> Had a lot of hair. Had a lot of hair. You know what I'm, I'm kind of thinking of doing? I saw this thing on Twitter where people are chugging like these seltzers and trying not to burp. This was like a break in case of emergency thing in case Will didn't show up on time. Um, no, there is not a mullet. I do not have it. It's just a regular haircut. So I'm going to do that. Let's see what, what happens. I, I don't know what to do, guys. I thought for sure Will would be here by now. <laughs> Nah, son, not a single bar. <gasps> My bad. Uh, all right. <laughs> Rashad says, fresh cut, more butt. <laughs> I don't know, buddy. <clears throat> um, so, uh, boy, howdy. This is a struggle. Um, has Will texted me? No, I told him our intro was like 12 minutes long, so he had a little extra time. That extra time didn't really help, did it? Um, oh, holy shit. Thank you, Lord. He's here. Oh, my God, buddy. Woo, I was struggling. <laughs> Dude, I don't think that you were, but the, the backflips that I encountered getting on here, I pulled out the camera and then went to plug it into the computer and realized there's only USB-C ports on this oh, uh, laptop. So I'm using my own camera. And then I tried to open it in Safari and it wouldn't let me. It's, it wouldn't support it. StreamYard isn't supported on Safari. So I had to download Google Chrome in oh, order to okay. open StreamYard. Well, but I'm, I'm glad I'm here. I'm sorry uh, it took me so long to get here. Buddy, I had to. <laughs> I pulled out every trick in the book, including like addressing my haircut for like three minutes. <laughs> and it looks really good. I mean, it looks debatable. really good. I feel real weird, buddy. You look sharp, dude. This fucking Funko Pop head be looking big. No, you look sharp. I like it a lot. I guess our you the YouTube side of our stream went down for a little bit. That might have been because I was playing some copyrighted shit. Oh, Ooh, buddy, you missed the intro, which uh, I did. I'm sorry. No, oh, it's okay. It was uh, it was a thing. Um, so, buddy, tonight we're going to be talking about a few things. Did you have a chance to watch the uh, Disney Gallery making of the Book of Boba Fett? I did. I pulled it out right at the end. I made the family watch it while I washed dishes, and uh, I watched it. Well, why don't we kick off with that? Because Liam I think was we're like, gonna have that a... big guy with the two sets of arms. He was <laughs> oh, yeah. a little bit scary, but I was brave. It was kind of cool. He was huge. And I said, That's like a guy in a costume, you know, like it's not real. And it's a guy in a he said, It is more than one guy. I was like, Well, yeah, it's bigger than <laughs> it is. It's two guys. <laughs> well, it's it's technically couple. two guys in a it's costume. It's actually right. Robert Rodriguez compositing himself. Did you see that part where he was like yeah. I was going to make this model, but I decided to just do it in my kitchen. Okay, man, just do it in your kitchen. Whatever, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. When the creative lightning strikes that guy, he had, you know, he has to make it happen right in front of him. Put it yeah. on camera. Put it, yeah, put it know, down in a medium. 
something I always thought was cool about him is like, you know, those spy kids movies, like, you know, he does those, right. Or he did those. I think he did like a lot of the special effects in, um, his garage. Oh, wow. For those spy kid movies. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was like a a lot of his stuff. I think that's what, boy, I could be talking out of my ass right now. (laughs) (laughs) Buddy, did I tell you, you, I think you came in right after I finished, but like I said, my break glass in a case of emergency thing was to chug one of the, these seltzers. Have you seen this thing where you're supposed to chug one and not try to burp? No, I I have not seen that. Buddy, man, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad I'm good to be here. Happy seven year anniversary. Of Happy Blue seven Bike. year anniversary. All right, I'm gonna try right. to relax a little now that you're here. Let's kick back. Let's kick Are back you, and have uh, a Blue Harvest. Yeah, let's do it. I what love the background, ask? by the way. I was oh, just gonna yeah. say, I really, it's tool inspired, right? Oh, I thought you meant the background behind me. I was like, you mean all this useless well, shit I've accumulated? I about to say, well, I thought we were gonna get to that in detail. I wasn't even gonna break that one, but uh, I can see. Can I zoom in here? Can I zoom in on just I don't you? think so. Oh. oh, I made it a little bigger. Look at that. <laughs> hey, man. Look at that. Every little bit counts. So, um, that, man. I, like oh, man, I got to get on topic of calm down now. My security blanket, Will, is here. Hey, hey, so, hey. How's your week been, buddy? What you been up to? Look, I'm kicked oh, back. Look. Relaxed. My week has been crazy. The main focus of my week has been my daughter. She had like a minor surgery That's one of right. her tear ducts is claw was clogged mm-hmm. and so the doctor at Labonner basically put a little tube a little stent from her tear duct down in through her nose to where most people's tears drain mm-hmm. and uh it was just kind of traumatic because she was like it's supposed to be a five ten minute surgery and then at like 30 40 minutes nobody's like really come to me so like you're going to the desk you're like hey i really need to know what's going on why this taking so long and they were like look she had to call the basically the super specialist ocular surgeon guy who happens to be in house today because it wasn't small enough like they couldn't fit the bigger stint in which wasn't really even that big but luckily this guy who was not in town but like three days out of the month so lucked out that he could come over do what needed to be done and then they were just kind of waiting for him to get into the or was kind of why that took so long so long story short everything worked out everything's fine but it was a mild heart attack during the process you know because it took longer her being back there than we initially anticipated you know or we're uh, told to expect I got a lot of uh, positive feelings about Labonner in Memphis because I spent a lot of time there as a kid. Had a lot of surgeries there as a kid. It's a pretty I'll great you, hospital. They took care of us. We stayed at the FedEx house. Yep. You know the night before, and everything there was so nice. The people were so nice. They the kitchenette suites, and then like the playground areas. Like everything is so accommodating and welcoming for people that need to stay there like it really is a blessing for people that need to be there a lot especially yeah yeah man that's they do really cool stuff there i actually like i've spent a lot of time in memphis that's why i always talk about the mall of memphis which i guess eventually became known as the mall of murder yeah um yeah 
Yeah. Okay. So to make it Star Wars related, like you know how like at a mall there's all the different store entrances you can go in. Like at the Galleria here, you can go in through like uh, Belk or Macy's. You know, like you go in through a store to get to the mall. Right. Um, one of the mall of murder mall of Memphis entrances was a service merchandise. You remember service merchandise? I actually do remember service merchandise. That makes me and old. Service merchandise was kind of like just a, I don't know. It was a store. They had shit, right? And I went Blenders, to washing machines, TVs, you know, everything. Toys. Toys is where toys. this comes into play, right? So I Bed went frames, up there. You know. I went up there for a doctor's appointment. And going into service merchandise before going into the mall. Because every time I would go for a doctor's appointment, we would go to the mall in Memphis, eat at the food court. I might look around like they had, you know, toy stores, bookstores and stuff. Um, so I'm going through service merchandise to go into the mall proper. And I take a left hand turn into the toy store or the toy aisle. And what do I see on the fucking pegs? But Star Wars toys. And like, you know, I grew up like I was born in 83. So like the years where I was like a young kid that wanted Star Wars toys, they were nowhere to be found. Right. So this is the first time I'm ever seeing Star Wars toys on the shelf is when they brought them back for Power of the Force. Like, I, I can't believe I have something of this, na like, like these, right? It's when they brought these back. Mm -hmm. Why do I have all this? Um, and this is cool. I, I remember vividly, like, seeing, you know, Luke, Vader, Obi-Wan, the droids and stuff, and just flipping out like, holy shit, Star Wars toys are back. They were awesome. They were the Star Wars toys that I grew up with. I loved Buff Luke. You know, he yeah. was ripped. Yeah. He was they toned that shit down after a little while. They were quite buff. Is this? Yeah, no, they're not buff anymore by the time they got the Han and Carbonite. I don't think so. You want to see two other figures? Boy, how do you want to talk about someone that was excited to get two figures? The night they came out, it was these two figures. Obi-Wan and uh, Maul from Maul. Uh, The Phantom Maul. Menace. Shit. Those are Why good. do I have that right within reach? I got a problem. Dude, I got a problem. I, I was, it makes me happy. Looking at your setup in the back makes me happy. I love it. So, Sean Hoffman asks, are we getting a feet cam tonight, brah? Not for free. Money on the table. Money. I know I'm leaving money on the table. You got to go to myweirdfoot.com for that. <laughs> Apparently, Brittany Brown says hi. She wanted to be here, but she is seeing Doctor Strange. Oh, man. I can't wait to see oh, Doctor Strange. Oh, that's cool. I'm going to be dodging um, I'm gonna be dodging spoilers until I get a chance. <clears throat> um, no free toes. That's right, Rashad. No free toes. <clears throat> um, so, buddy, uh, to get back on track, what did you think of the uh, Disney Gallery Book of Boba Fett? I loved it. You know, I it was very intimate with Robert Rodriguez more so than I expected and Mark Hamill. There was a lot of Mark Hamill in there more so yeah, than I Yeah, just like the book of Boba Fett. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm exactly. <laughs> uh so one of my favorite parts of it is actually kind of at the beginning when um they're talking and Kathleen Kennedy says, you know, George told me like I hired 
Timor Morrison. He's amazing. If you ever do something with Boba Fett, you should use him. And I was like, oh, Uncle George. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, buddy. Um, so I really like that part. The Mark Hamill stuff, even though I had, you know, my uh, storytelling issues with the fact that Boba Fett wasn't in two episodes. Right. It's kind of hard despite that to not feel pretty fucking giddy seeing Mark on Mark Hamill on set, like doing all that stuff for that episode. That made me pretty happy. And being so really absorbed in it, like really trying to nail the performance, really wanting to do multiple takes, you know, you saw him, I don't know. You could just feel him really into it. He was super into it from the, he was and like, man, he is pretty fucking limber for a man, his age. You see him all, uh, pretzeled up on the ground when he's like supposed to be presenting the little uh, Beskar shirt and lightsaber to Grogu. I was like, right. man, I can't do that, Mark. Yeah, Props, buddy. Um, he's in good shape for an old guy. Yeah. Yeah, well, definitely in better shape than when you saw those paparazzi pictures of him coming out of the McDonald's. <laughs> I know I talk about this all the time. Oh man! Is that I where he picked up somebody's cigarette out of the ashtray? Yeah. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> and look, man, as someone who's ordered a lot of McDonald's at one time for just myself, I know what a full bag of personal McDonald's looks like. And that man had a full bag <laughs> of personal McDonald's. Like respect, I get it, Mark. I've been there, but I remember seeing that and being like, "Hmm." Mark Hamill down bad. What are we doing? What are we what doing are we here, doing? buddy? Um, you know, uh, I really like the, the goofy title besides like Disney Gallery presents the book of Boba Fett or whatever the hell it is. I really like these. Like I'm a big uh, special features on a DVD or Blu-ray. Um, hey, Neil said. Have a good night, guys. I got to work early, but congrats again. Thanks, Neil. Get you some work sleep, buddy. I totally get it. Um, and and they do a good job with them. Like, uh, I feel like, you know, th- this Disney gallery specifically kind of answered any questions I had. I honestly didn't even think that Mark Hamill was involved with the um, de-aging stuff this time around, but he sure was. He was there for the whole thing. And they did the fucking uh, Plo Koon uh, fake out again, like they did at the end of Mandalorian season two, right? Mm-hmm. Man, man. It was interesting. They said he had, I think it was uh, Favreau said he had infrared dots on his face that you couldn't even see. Yeah, it's some invisible infrared dots and some visible. Like they even, t- like, because we talked about it, like, yeah, deep fake Luke or whatever still looks pretty. It looks a little weird, even in Book mm-hmm. of Boba Fett, too. But there was an obvious step forward, I felt like, where it had definitely gotten better. So, um, I, I like that they addressed that, that like, you know, they took leaps forward with it. And I guarantee right. you, that's not the last we see. They got the venom in their veins. They're going to keep giving us that sort of thing. Right. Because people freak out every time they do. Um, and I'm sure Mark Hamill's happy to do it as long as he's able. That's the other thing I like is that he seems so into it, man. Like I know, uh, that's nice. That's man. what I love. You know, Mark when Hamill you have fucking Jim, 
somebody that's such a hero and legend in a franchise like that right i mean for him to keep coming back and keep doing it like that's great that's wonderful it Same is thing with james earl jones yeah he has I, been I, great throughout the years being darth vader so i didn't have it on like a list of topics to talk about aka this list in my brain that i half the time i forget something about it um but i saw in an interview i can't remember whether it was hayden or it was ewan that they asked like hey is james earl jones gonna do the voice of vader and obi-wan and they said no comment like who else <laughs> are they gonna yes. are they gonna get That's chad yes vader yes. to do it right um and the one thing that i came out of this uh disney gallery thinking is like man tomorrow morrison is fucking cool what a cool right. dude man how great is tomorrow morrison uh stone cobra 23 aka steve my co-host from the high potion podcast plug plug <laughs> will's voice is better than james better than earl james jones's earl voice i could never i couldn't hold a candle to that man that's mufasa um but like just the stuff of him like talking about sort of the maori culture stuff and how um he approached channeling the spirit of that energy is what he you know that was very cool man and him. i don't know where they filmed that little thing but like it was well done like in his little space or little tent or whatever that was i guess it's probably like where he goes to get set up and stuff um uh, it was I thought, cool. I thought the part about legacy effects coming up with the design of Cad Bane and how they did the sort of special like um, tooth appliance or whatever you call it. You know what I mean? To mm. stick his mouth out more and like how they thought about how to do the hat and stuff. And I thought that was real cool. I agree. Um anything else i'm trying to think like i just hit a pothole Stony baloney. Uh, uh hewan rosario dawson kind of be flabbergasted about working with mark hamill and them not telling her till like basically the day of like right before the scene yeah, not, like, that's what i was talking about with the plo Koon fake out how many yeah. times are people on set gonna fall for that like she didn't hear anything about how like Oh, we told him that it was Plo Koon at the end of Mandalorian season two. Like right now, if you if you are signed on to do a uh, a Star Wars project and Plo Koon shows up in the fucking script, like you go in thinking, oh shit, I'll get to do stuff with with fucking Mark Hamill and Luke Skywalker. <laughs> Until because I'm telling you, Filoni likes Plo Koon so much that dude is back in a big way. Sometime it's going to be the big oh holy shit. No, you think so? You think he survived that? I mean, he got shot down, right? And exploded. Bro, Darth Maul got cut in half. How does it's he true. poop? We, you say that every time, and you're right every time. Because <laughs> Darth Maul half a man. He know. is. He's still um, kicking it with the robot leg. I loved, uh, Josh Chapman brings it up. This was also a really cool part. The practical giant Rancor head that they made. Yes, yes. Uh, and the, talking about going back and watching the old ones and seeing the magic of the puppet, like the old puppet, 
Yeah. And then deciding that that was the way to go. I was like, that's so smart and so reverent about how to approach these kinds of projects. Yeah. And I thought um, something kind of interesting was Filoni's take on Luke, how he feels like Luke is a Jedi who, who would approach being a Jedi more like uh, Qui-Gon Jinn. Did you see that part where he was like, I've yeah. always felt that Luke would be a Jedi more like Qui-Gon Jinn. Qui-Gon Jinn taught Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan taught Luke. Like, um, it was real cool. Because, like, yeah. that's, a, that's a cool connection to make, I think. I like that a lot. Because, you know, you know Qui-Gon Jinn is one of my favorite characters. I know. He is a good cha- character. Liam Neeson be saying some dumb shit in interviews. But... Qui-Gon Jinn is a cool character. I really like that character. Mm -hmm. Um, You know a Jedi who should come back, right? Who's that? That's our boy. Maybe you can see my special shelf. Which way do I go? See the Kia D shelf? You see that shelf? That's all Kia D. Oh Uh, my goodness. Kia D Mundi. That's who should come back. And uh, something happened this past week. So EW... Entertainment Weekly, if you're nasty, uh, they released a list. <laughs> they released a list of their top 100 Star Wars characters, right? And I was like, "Oh, I got to look," because Boba's gonna be on there. He'll probably be pretty high, not as probably not as high as I would put him, right? Yeah. But I was real curious: would Kia D make the list? Because I would think no. Like all jokes aside about Kia D and how his head looks like a wiener. And how much fun we've had uh, with that character. I think he not show up on the list. So let me share this with you, buddy. Can you see this article I've got pulled up? I don't believe I can. Uh Oh. I don't know how to work this. What about now? Oh, I can see. Yes. Okay. Yes. So here's the top 100 list. So. Like, here we go. Number 100, Wicket. Okay, first off, Wicket deserves to be way higher than 100. I think that... Wicket the Ewok? Yeah! Who else? Wicket W. Warwick, my dude. Okay. Um, I get it. Moff Gideon's Scout Troopers at 99. 98, the Bindu. I think the Bindu is a cool character from Rebels. He's probably around... So Wicket is lower than Ellen Elon Sleaze Bagano, the kid that's selling death sticks in Attack of the Clones. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Fuck me, I guess, right? Oh 96, Dexter Jester. There's Dexter Jester. I think Moff Gideon deci- deserves to be way higher. Giancarlo Esposito, you're going to put this man at 95. 94, Babu Frick. Okay, Babu Frick. We're moving along. Nice noodles, 93. <laughs> nice noodles. Captain Phasma. Wicket is lower than Captain Phasma, who I think is a pretty cool character and yeah. looks cool. But Wicket is lower than Captain Phasma. 91 and 90 Orca and Flicks from Resistance. I like those characters. Those are cool. They put the motherfucker who said, Traitor! FN2199. Higher than Wicked. 88, the Grand Inquisitor. And then here we go, baby. Yeah, 87, Kiati Mundi. 
This towering Syrian warrior brought a little extra mind power to the Jedi Council. With his large conical forehead housing two brains, Kiati Mundi was one of the wisest and most striking figures on the Council, assisting his fellow Jedi in matters of both battle and strategy. <laughs> Whether he was counseling Mace Windu and Yoda or slicing through Geonosans with a lightsaber, he proved that he had both brains and brawn. Mm. Uh, they might have given him a little too much credit in that. And look, I'm just glad the dude's on the list. I don't know if people thought I would bring this up and be like, Keati Mundi needs to be way higher than 87. No, I think he's he's probably. I don't think Wicket should be lower than Kiati Mundi. I don't either. But he had more it. screen time by far. Well, I don't know by far, maybe compiled, but feel like he still even had more screen time than Kiati Mundi. Probably, probably. I don't know. I mean, you, a couple lines. Well, and if you count the like three scene. seconds that he shows up in the Rise of Skywalker, remember that? Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, Sean Hoffman wonders top one hundred Star Wars character ranking stream win. That could be kind of fun, like in a goofy way. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um. I'm just glad our boy made it. Like I would not have expected him to be anywhere on there that's true uh, for, you know for as little as his contribution is he's basically naysay cannon fodder <laughs> yeah and he's kind he's kind of a little bit of a downer <laughs> yeah and wicket like i get ha 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 we don't like the ewoks or whatever that dumb shit is right like but he basically saves leia and introduces her to the village wicket puts star ewoks. wars on his back yeah. In the dark years. Like after Return of the Jedi, we got two movies, two Ewok movies. The only Star Wars you I didn't could even think get, about that. Right? No. Like was the two Ewok movies. He had a cartoon, right? And then he had a jazzy little yub nub song, and Uncle George was like, mm -mm, I don't like that anymore. Nope. Well, you liked it once. You liked it at one time, buddy. I like the yub nub. I do too. I prefer What's wrong it. with Ewoks? Singing I would play it. Gun. I would play it right now, <laughs> but <laughs> our stream already got taken down for a second because I was playing some <laughs> copyrighted yeah, shit. No. I don't know if it was the Queen or if it was the little uh, Mastodon thing I played. I don't know, buddy. Um, so I want to share something with you, Will. Um, before we're we're waiting to get to the Ob One trailer. But uh, someone sent in something really cool, right? And normally I go into our emails and our voicemails blind. But this was actually the first one we got for the stream this week. Mm -hmm. and so it took a little look-see. Um, and this ship blew me away. I didn't send you this because I wanted to surprise you with it. This is from a listener by the name of Jess Smith. And they put a, le a little uh, something special together. I'm going to try and share this. Uh, uh, here we go, baby. Can you see that, Will? I can. Let's full screen this bad boy. You ready? Yep. Oh, this is cool. 
Tanuki Kia D. Like the Tanuki Kia D, the eight bit version of the Stone Cobra music. Right. Uh, the little animations of me and you. You were dressed up like a chef chasing chef, me with yep. like a, a meat cleaver. Yep. And then Boba Fett showed up. Boba Fett showed up as he is wont to do. Um, that was great. That was fantastic. Look, look, people like King Tom says, this is awesome. Mm -hmm. Taylor Swift. Yeah, man. Taylor Swift mashups. Yeah, man. That's Eric. Struth that could only be <laughs> Eric Struthers. That would be like if if there was a mysterious chatter in the in the bad motivator stream called Tool Boba Fett. <laughs> um, says that might be the best thing ever. Sean, aka Simon, says this is awesome. Kevin says this is amazing. Matthew Thurban says best. Amber says nice. Um, so that shit blew me away and I have been dying to show you that buddy. So Jeff, that was great. Thank that you so awesome. much. That shit was amazing. Yeah. It thank you. Giant to, smile to my face. Absolutely. Just now. And when I watched it earlier, um, <clears throat> you want to hear something ridiculous, Will. I do. So, you know, we are coming upon um 22 days until obi-wan comes out or some shit like that yeah. coming up real quick hey it's jeff smith he's in the chat hey, thanks hey. guys all magical 8-bit on garage band jess that shit was amazing that was thank pretty you, buddy yeah thank that was you good. so much um so you know something that's going to happen around then is celebration is going to happen right and you know i've got my celebration tickets on like their reselling service right it's called light or something like that right. um so i listed them right well what i did not expect was to get my celebration pa passes in the mail right like you would think oh i'm trying to sell these guys don't bother mailing them to me I'm trying to offload these like they're hot right and i haven't seen it all i've been hearing is people talk about how bad the badge artwork is right um how bad is it i don't know we're gonna <laughs> find out together <laughs> so uh let's find out i got a little uh coupon 25 dollars off your next purchase of shit shit i almost said citizens citizen watches and uh here's the badges What is this? What the fuck is it? I don't even know if you'll be able to see it. It's just like blurry. 
like I think the last celebration I went to I had like Ray on my badge or something. Mm-hmm. They did like different ones, different characters. Like somebody gave me one that had like just the Mandalorian on it because I just had the four day passes. Yeah. Holy shit. Check this out. Love the podcast. Cheers from Monterey, Mexico. Cheers to you, buddy. Oh, thank you. Um, so if anybody wants some passes, let me know. I'll mail them to you. <laughs> Snail mail. Um, how is it that that they had two years? Like they canceled this shit, moved it, and then moved it forward, and this is what we get. That is ridiculous. Oh well. Um well. hey, I agree with our buddy Steve here. He said spared no expense. They should have hired Evan to do those badges. Holy Ooh. shit. They would have come out really good. They would have. I love you too. Been listening for many years. Cheers from San Sebastian, Puerto Rico. Rico. That's fucking cool. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you for listening. All of you out um, there. So like, okay, we've got Obi-Wan coming out in just a little bit, like a few weeks, right? And uh, I can't believe it's that soon. So we got the second trailer. The thing I keep delaying talking about. We're, we'll get mm-hmm. there eventually, guys, I promise. Um, we get the second trailer. And they start showing off like Ewan McGregor's on Jimmy Kimball or old pal, Jimmy Kimball. And I think it was Jimmy Kimball. He shows off his black series figure and it's, it looks cool. And then I guess they put the pre-orders up for that. That shit's not coming out until spring of next year. How is it that you get Ewan McGregor back? You announce it like, you're like, okay, Hey guys, all the rumors are true. Ewan's coming back to play Obi-Wan. It's going to be on Disney plus, et cetera, et cetera. Right. We know what the dude looks like. And the costume is not that big of a spoiler. Like, how do you not have that on store shelves when the show hits? Even in the same calendar year. Yeah. Pretty ridiculous. I think. It seems that way to me. (laughs) we'll just say seems that way to me he's like this dude will not shut up (laughs) i like your artwork behind you buddy oh thank you what is is the dining room uh it's just a painting fuck yeah i got a painting of my dog yeah you do i see that i got godzilla back there do you see godzilla over my shoulder is that Liam's Godzilla? It is. It nice. Is. Oh, man. That's a good-looking Godzilla. Yeah, he's pretty good. I think that's Heisei Godzilla, if I'm not mistaken. Look at you. My man said, my kid's into Godzilla. I'm going to learn about Godzilla. That's a sign of my dad. I did, yeah. Because you know what? I, I was into Godzilla when I was a kid, and my dad, he didn't know what the fuck Heisei Godzilla <laughs> was. He was just like, no, I don't want to watch this anymore. Um, so you know what? Let's do it. Let's talk about the Kenobi trailer. Um, what'd you think of it, buddy? Um, I'm surprised at how much I got to see 
honestly like mm-hmm. uh it was one of those trailers where i they showed me more than i expected them to show me but um i loved every bit that i got if yeah i thought honest. it was pretty rad i love the vader t- tease right at the end yeah yeah which seems like they put on his chest plate i believe that's that last, well, like, the very last get, like we'll go through it we'll watch it and and there's oh, a few okay. things so um yeah sort of the end of it is them basically screwing on one of his arms and then attaching the the chest piece and the vader right. breathing starts uh i think it looks really cool i will say one of the things that jumped out to me uh was i thought the grand inquisitor in the new shots looked a little better so i think like I even admit he looks a little goofy. It's not something that's going to bother me and I'm not freaking out mm-hmm. about it on social media, but he does look a little weird. Uh, I think that's going to be a, like a case by case basis where in some shots he looks okay and others, maybe he looks a little goofy. Um, you want to, you want to watch it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Let's watch it. Cause there were a couple of things. I started that- at the end. I shouldn't have. Oh, well, I mean, buddy, I I played 12 minutes of movie trailers before you started. So, like, (laughs) (laughs) bro. All right. All right. Let's do this full screen. Let's check it out. This location, I knew the name of this planet, like because it was in an article. This location, man, looks so fucking sick. Man. I'm really looking forward to seeing what happens on this planet and and you know what goes on, what what goes down because it it's a really cool atmosphere for Star Wars. Yeah, and it seems like it's a whole column of troops there too. Yeah, and, and and then like right there in the middle is one of the Inquisitors. It's the fifth brother, mm, I believe. I um, see that. The okay, we got Dayu, Dayu, Dayu. That's the name of the planet. I bet you it's Dayu. Um, I'm probably wrong. Um, I think it looks so sick. I have a feeling like, I don't know why. I get the vibe that, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it as the trailer goes on. Okay. This is what I was talking about. I think he looks a little better here. I think it looks good. Yeah. Yeah. And then Reva or Reva. I about any of this. The, the fifth brother. Um, Everybody looks good. The ship looks awesome. The ship does look awesome. All right. They're on Tatooine. There are three Inquisitors on Tatooine, right? Ooh, that's not good. Right. Obi-Wan and Luke are on Tatooine. I don't think they're here looking for Obi-Wan or Luke because if they were, word would get back to vader and he'd be like what why was that dude on tatooine you don't think he wouldn't investigate more so i think they're here for some reason obi-wan gets freaked out and he like leads them to that other planet or something you know what i mean i think he tries to draw their attention away um from tatooine you got to go buddy give me one second Okay, I'll remove you from the studio until you come back. Yeah, remove me from the studio. I think I do need to go. Okay, I'll see you in just a second, buddy. Oh, boy. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right, let's see what people are saying here. All right, we'll, 
we will go through here. <laughs> um, Josh Chapman said, is Disney season three of Bluey on Disney Plus yet? Uh, why did I click that? No one will. Wasn't here. Um, Hannah Clabo says, I've been waiting to discuss uncles, Uncle Owen's sick burn. Man, he really goes for the jugular <laughs> on that one. That uh, it is a pretty sick burn. That's the thing that stuck out to me most when um, I first watched this trailer. <laughs> Your boy Egg says, Oh no, it's Hall Solo. That is correct. Oh no, is correct. Um, what the fuck? You guys ever seen? I don't know what to do. Oh no. Okay, calm down. You got this. You got this. Um, here, let me see if I can find something real quick. We wait on Will. Because he shouldn't be gone too long. Um, I have this old Star Wars commercial that I want to show you guys. And I fucking love this thing, man. It is so bad. Let me see if I can find it. Yeah, I found it. Okay, cool. All right. <clears throat> I'm going to share this with you guys. Oh, boy, that's just me. Ah, <sighs> oh, shit, here we go. You guys ever seen this old Star Wars Atari commercial from, uh, like, when they were bringing the game out on Atari? This shit is so silly. Star Wars. It's great in the arcade. It's great in the arcade. Oh. TIE Fighters, Fireballs, coming right at me. Watch the laser towers. Aim for the tops. Pick on the cameras. Use the force. They're coming too fast. It's late. It's late. My shields are gone. All right. Stop going in. In a galaxy of video games, there is only one Star Wars, the arcade. I'm telling you what, I've played that Star Wars game, and it is not the type of game that is going to give you that reaction. Oh, God. Um, so, <laughs> what do you guys... Uh, <laughs> King Tom says, Halls, that's the haircut you should have asked for. Yeah. that You know what? That would have been pretty good. Because I think they could have pulled it off with the amount of hair I had. Uh, before I got it all cut off. All right, you know what? I'm going to keep watching the Obi-Wan trailer with you guys. That's uh, that's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. We can catch up with Will when he comes back. He can tell us what he thought about the things we missed, or he missed, rather. All right, let's do it. Stay hidden. All right, guys. Like, I know that's... <laughs> I know this uh, thing right here, this lightsaber, I know that is the Inquisitor design. We don't need to see these fellas flying around. I've seen people talking on social media about like, oh, I hope they do the helicopter saber. I hope they fly with the... Oh, my God. Ladies and gentlemen, I might have just been saved by our good buddy, our good pal, Mr. Steel Saunders. Hey, buddy. I know this is working. 
I, hey, I can hear you and I can see you, so I, it's working. Oh, well sweet! Enough. All right, oh. that's awesome. Hey, um, so I've just I'm on. I just got off of like a freeway in Anaheim, and I've got your stream. How am I going to put that more of a face? So I've got your stream playing through my sound system, so I can listen. And when you're like going, oh my gosh, what am I going to do now? I was like, like I'm going through traffic, but like I'm such a bad person. I'm just like in hysterics at <laughs> Buddy. But I'm like, it's like frogger i'm darting i'm so i'm trying to get here as soon as possible um how you doing huh. been better how about you buddy what's up i'm thoroughly entertained this is great jess smith said, or jess smith said i was hoping for another seltzer chug <laughs> <laughs> Whew, I thank you hey, so um, much for stopping by. Can, oh no, no, happy um happy anniversary. Hey, you, um, can you put that picture up that I sent you today? Oh my yeah. Yeah, I'll put it up. <laughs> Hold on one second. Let me figure out how to do that. So I sent Steele a picture of my haircut and I was like, oh man, I feel so weird. Wait, put us on um put us on big. Get it rid of the screen for a sec. Okay, okay. Boom. So I sent Steele a picture, right? And I was like, uh, hey, check it out. I feel so weird. All my hair is gone. And he responded with this picture and just said, LOL, dying. It's you. And it, it was pretty messed up. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to pull it up on the stream so people can see it. So I'm not like showing my phone. And I'll be honest with you, buddy. I don't know who or what this is. So you're going to have to explain the reference to me. Oh, okay. So people like who are listening will maybe be able to get the reference too. So let me, um, as soon as you sent me the photo, it like, I'm just like, oh my God, I know who this guy is. <laughs> cool. <laughs> cool. All right, here, this is, um, this is who Steele said I look like. He sent me this and he said, ha ha, I'm dying. It's you. And this was the picture he sent me. Wait, what is the chat saying? Uh-oh, you're breaking up on me, buddy. Oh, no. Am I there? Hello? Uh-oh. Steel's still ha Steel's having some buffering issues. Yeah, okay. So Johnny said, Steel, go through the drive-through. Um <laughs> Sean Hoffman said emotional damage, right? Yeah. This is what I look like. <laughs> and I'm not even sure who or what it is. King Tom seems to think that it is a um old school gi joe oh my goodness here we go steel and will oh hey, hey. my goodness oh, will's back will is back hey will steel, how are you i'm good is the sound all crazy now because it's coming through the car or is it normal it's better than it was okay yeah i'm on like I'm on like one percent because using I don't know drain my thing. But hey, just while um, don't you reckon they 
quill, do you reckon that looks like <laughs> Do what? Do you think do that you looks like me? This picture I have. Yes. Up? Yes, that does look like you. Absolutely. Cool. It was so when you texted me the photo, and like this action man figure is like a G.I. Joe that was in like England and in Australia. And the instantly, like the beard and the hair, just a puff, I was like, oh my God, he's action man. And do you know what um, action man's slogan was, horse? What is that? What action man can't do isn't worth doing. Well, I kind of feel like that in life. So maybe I'd, I'd wear this as a badge of honor now. But maybe oh, I'm dude. dude, you should be stoked. I weeded the garden. I weeded my family's garden to earn the money to buy an action man. And this is the one you got? Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. All right. Oh, little puff. Hey, um, I'm, okay, so Will's there. So I, I will bail out because... um. I'm um, I'm gonna go see Les and OG Rob across the road, okay. and um, tell them we said hello and thanks for bailing me out there momentarily, buddy. Oh no, thanks for entertaining me on the freeway. That was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how many people will agree with that assessment, but I'm glad you do, buddy. <laughs> All right, you guys. Um, love the podcast, and um, I'll uh, I'll talk to you all soon. All right, buddy. Thanks again. Thanks, Dill. All right, buddy. So apparently I look like um, Action Man. You resemble Action Man. Our boy, Corey Van Dyke, thinks it's the funniest thing in the world. Corey. That's pretty funny. You think that I mean, like you are a man of action. I can't. I am far from a man of action, my dude. A man no. of action I am not. That you know how like uh, I don't is it Super Seven? I can't remember who does the reaction figures. I'm an inaction figure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you want to get back to the Obi Wan trailer, buddy? I do. Yeah, I'm okay. sorry I had to leave. the The girl woke hey, up man. a little fussy. You got dad stuff to do. That's way more important than this goofy shit, right? Like we I got know. lucky. She went back way sleep way sooner than I thought that that was going to go. <laughs> okay, Inquisitor on Tatooine. See, now, this is the same shot from the first trailer, and he'd still be looking a little goofy there, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think he looks that goofy, but I see what you're saying. When the time comes, he must be trained. Like you trained his father. Sheesh. That's, That's hard. That That's hard to hard. hear, right? <laughs> That's pretty brutal. Mm-hmm. Oh man, what a line, what a delivery. I can't wait to see. I mean, I don't know that we're gonna get a ton of uh Obi-Wan and uh Uncle Owen interacting, but I'm looking forward to it. I want to know more yeah. about that, right? And look at it. It looks face. like this could be the only time they interact. I'd be making this face recently, like, damn, really? You see that face? Well, I'll be making that face <laughs> recently. I'd be like, damn, really? <sighs> <laughs> love this shot I, I imagine this is fortress inquisitorious or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. it's called um, love the uh, interior decorating with TIE fighters primo, yeah, well, they got primo for an evil base yep yeah. you still want Kenobi alright 
Here's a better shot of like all the Inquisitors. Well, not all of them. Think this character on the right. Remember when we talked about a lady by the name of Indira Varma being cast? I do not remember that. Okay, cool. Uh, (laughs) Cool. Moving along. Uh, Buddy, I totally understand, by the way, because I say a bunch of useless shit at you every week, and how could you? Um, Well, the name's very specific. I would think it would ring a bell, but I probably should remember. Maybe it was when you weren't on the show one time. That's also a possibility. Possible. Uh, I believe that's her on the right. We got the, the, the something, another brother, the fifth brother, Reva, this new Inquisitor character that we were sort of scoping out in the first trailer. I think she looks mm-hmm. pretty badass. All right, dude. Like, look, we got some people watching live. It's our seventh year anniversary. You know what the perfect anniversary for Blue Harvest is? Hashtag make the EOP fart. Okay. EOP farts. Hashtag make the EOP fart. There's still time to put one in if they haven't already, right? He's gone. Maybe you've been looking in the wrong places. I want every Obi Wan Kenobi's shot. his mug shot is uh, his faculty picture. From... It's, a, it's a promotional shot from Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Low life and bounty. Oh, okay. You know who that is, my dude. Do I know who that is? <laughs> That's Four Lom, or I'm, I I believe oh, the actual terminology. His actual name is Four L O M, but he'll always the gun be is kind of obscuring the face for me. Or what they'll do is like a Mandalorian, where they're like, "Nah, it's not I G eighty eight. It's I G eleven. This will be like Two Lom. Two Lom. Yep. Yep. Hunter. To squeeze him. What is the Sabrak, right? You can't fight Obi-Wan! Civilized using the blaster. This is, um... <laughs> Alright, just to... Because I, I don't want to leave this, um... Leave this without being, uh... Addressed. Your boy Egg says, If D- Dave Filoni has his hands in there, it'll fart. Will Witten. That's exactly right. I still I stand by that. Thank you for bringing that back up. If Filoni has his hand in it, that thing gonna fart. This is our first look at Kamel Nanjiani. That's just right. Looks like he could be wearing something vaguely Jedi robish, or it could just be regular Tatooine attire. Who knows? Apparently, the Tatooine people wear robes Mm -hmm. and uh, poncho kind of things. Ah, whose shit, fake prosthetic was that? That was a Vader. That's definitely Vader getting his arm. That's what I'm on. saying, right? Look, Is man. That Vader? Okay, so we've talked about how the Grand Inquisitor, maybe he looks a little goofy. I think he'll look better in different shots and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I think this fifth brother guy, I think he looks pretty fucking cool. Oh, yeah. That's a purge trooper. So it's about 110 in the, the-, the trailer. So you got these stormtroopers lined up, right? This guy right in front of him in the black armor. You remember mm-hmm. the purge troopers from Jedi Fallen Order? I do, yeah. I think I think we're getting those in this, or it's they're gonna be some other because they love adding trooper designs. 
I've been making this face recently too. Look at that. Looks like you're having trouble pushing out a poop. Mm. Man, am I excited for that. Me too. It's so soon, and we're getting two episodes the first week, and then four more episodes. Man. Dude, for a guy that has regular back-to-dips, which I assume Vader does, you would his have skin to, right? is still eight up. Like, he is eight up. Buddy, he went face down in lava. His ding-ding got burnt off like a hot dog that you microwave for too long. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I, I know and I agree, but I mean, five years of constant back-to-baths hasn't helped your skin out at all. I guess there's only so much Bacta could do. Like if it's I rolled into a Bacta, if I rolled into a Bacta facility, they'd be like, we'll, we'll do our best, bro, but don't expect much, you know? <laughs> um, it was nice to get a like a real cool fucking trailer on May the 4th, like... Sometimes May the 4th can be a little hit or miss. Like last year we got the Bad Batch, which that was cool. And I think the year before was, I can't remember. Like I wanted to say that like maybe, um, Jesus Christ, this shit looks stupid. What the fuck am I doing? No, nah, man, you look good. Stony baloney up in here. Um, I can't remember if anything happened. The, uh, <laughs> friend of the podcast aaron boyd says grand inquisitor looking more like the gland inquisitor got him got him all right buddy we got through the trailer I'm very excited was there anything that you wanted to talk about or discuss that we didn't hit like anything that jumped out to you no i think we i, no, I think we covered it cool um well there, then there's only one thing we got to do we got to hear from some of our moisture farmer buddies and that means we got to play a very special song and that means you guys get to see this the only jedi master who can crash box running around so you He's a big Syrian stud. He loves to split chicks with his bud. Kitty Cockhead to stroke his cone and suck on his balls. Kitty Cockhead, what you gonna do when he comes on you now? He's a Jedi Council stooge, but he'll be pumping spooge tomorrow. Cockhead. That was glorious. <laughs> he we we <laughs> people seem to like it. We got Jorge saying yes. Um Sean wanting to know when are we getting a live rendition? You're gonna have to talk to our friend Steve Ad about that. Um, 
apparently vertigo vertigox cured says his ding ding got burned off like a hot dog you microwave for too long that's that is what happened um josh wright sorry buddy he said just snorted bourbon through my nose (laughs) um so uh, if any of you guys would ever like to send in a voicemail or an email to the podcast, send it to blueharvestpodcast at gmail.com. First up, we got our good buddy, the king of all Toms, Tom Chansky. Hey there, Haas and Will. I'm not sending this in to talk about Obi-Wan or Star Wars or a line I read in a book and how I think it can affect a movie coming out in three and a half years. I'm calling or in or sending this voicemail in about you guys. Um, I can't believe that it's been seven and a half years. And for, yeah, I, our friend Joe oh, kind of asked a question an and I, I sent in a response and it, you know, it, it led to like us becoming friends. And, and I think that's just incredible. And, you know, I want to say that I am, I love having you guys every week nearly every week I know, stuff happens i know yeah you know, so thank you for being there every week and being a part of and i i don't think i'm out of bounds to say just my but like a whole community of people who you know enjoy listening to you guys enjoy communicating with you guys so thank you for that and just realize that you know you got a whole bunch of people you got all the moisture farmers um behind you, you know, not just these last seven years, but the next seven or however many other years you guys got in you. And selfishly, I hope it's a lot. Um, so thank you for all that you do. Thanks for the, for the great podcast. Um, thanks for keeping it clean and tell, you know, oh, spread you know the importance keep of keeping it clean. And Kiati Monday. Awesome. I'll talk to you guys later. Thanks, Tom, man. Yeah, thank you. Every time I talk about King Tom, the uh, the story I like to tell or the, like the anecdote that I like to tell is that like, you know, King Tom's somebody that I've become friends with through the podcast. We've had him on the show. I talk to him like I consider him a friend. Right. But like we never hung out in person. Right. King Tom is the dude in those voicemails in person. He is nice. <laughs> he is kind. Uh, what a good dude and uh we're lucky to have you buddy we're lucky we to are. have you and we will keep doing this as long as there's star wars to talk about so you know let's hope they keep doing that i, I would like to keep doing it um okay uh, so i saw something come in and i don't know exactly what it is but i have to I have to figure out if it's what I think it is. And this is from our buddy, Sean. Sean, by the way, made the Boba Fett song that uh, we played on. Was it last? Was it our 300th episode? And then I used it in between, like when we were doing Book of Boba Fett stuff. I believe that's right. Um, He made us that song. And so Sean says, hey, guys, congratulations on seven years. I think the average marriage only lasts about five years these days. I don't know. Anyways, as per request, I came up with an alternate version of Kia D Cockhead. I only had about eight hours to work on it, and I'm right down to the wire to get it in on time. 
Hopefully the file goes through correctly as I'm not really sure what I'm doing. It's a miracle that you received the Boba Fett song. By the way, whatever you did to that song to make it sound better, I salute you. Cheers. Here's to seven more. Okay. First off, I can't wait to hear this. Like I am on the edge of my seat, <laughs> right? <laughs> my wheelchair cushion. I'm on the edge of it. And secondly, I didn't do shit. Who do you think I am? Dr. Dre doing remixes of your work? I didn't do anything. I just played it as it was sent in to me. We got to hear this, buddy. All right. fucking kidding me that was amazing that was I impressive sean, i know sean was in the the chat earlier is he still in here is amber in here are either of you guys in here because that shit was amazing that was impressive like, really buddy that was That's quite a bit of work too yeah man not only he said he had like eight hours to do that <sighs> man that was amazing thank you so much sean that's Absolutely. i'm gonna have Thank to you. like that's gonna have to like alternate with the classic right like we'll we'll alternate it in and out right i think yeah. that sounds like a good time yeah all right next up we've got a voicemail from mr 100 Kobe. Kobe. hey haws and will it's your boy kobe aka mr 100 uh, how's it hanging? Hopefully clean. I know you're keeping it clean. Um, I don't really have a question this week, so I'll try to keep it keep it short. Um, as you're probably listening to this on May the 5th during the live stream, super excited. Uh, this is yesterday as of when you're listening to this, so May the 4th. Um, and I just, I love, I love May the 4th. I get that it's, you know, a lot of people just use it, you know, like the big corporations and big medias will just love to share memes and say, oh, May the 4th be with you, May the 4th be with you. And you know, it's, it's kind of just a, a general thing that like everybody does, but 
for if you're actually a true Star Wars fan uh, and you like Star Wars, you love Star Wars, you you know, it, it means something deep, deeper than that to you. It's a day that we all come together, uh, no matter where you stand on the Star Wars fan spectrum. Um, you, we can all come together and celebrate our agreed love for for this franchise. Um, and Star Wars means a lot to people. It means a lot to me. I know it means a lot to you guys and all everybody listening. It all means to us something in a certain way. And I just I love today. Um, I love May the Fourth because it brings us all together and it shows. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of dickheads out there in in the in all franchises, but especially in Star Wars and especially as of late. Um, that just, you know, want to bring negativity and division and, and that's just, you know, that's just not what we need. But today is, is a day where I think a lot of people come together in a positive light and, and we kind of forget about the bad shit and we all just remember all the good and all the, the things that we love about this great franchise. Anyway, um, I just wanted to say that you guys are one of the, the people, especially for me and my immediate Star Wars interactive uh, group of, you know, media people and people that make content and just general fans, you know, in general, um, you guys are some of the best at keeping things positive, being inclusive, um, inviting all different sorts of opinions and viewpoints and, and takes and everything like that. Keep it up. You guys are, I've said this before, uh, you guys are like the shining beacon of, uh, of the star Wars fan base because you guys are so positive And I, I, I love that it, you guys show what, Star Wars fans should be, and you're a great model for what they should be. And I, I want you guys to just give yourself a little pat on the back. Um, <laughs> this was just my this is my hype piece for you. I just I really wanted to let you guys know that. Um, keep up the good work. We love you guys. Congratulations on seven years. You guys are the best. Thank you, Kobe. That's Thank so you. nice. It Thank is uh, it is really nice to to know that people people think of us that way. Um, Absolutely. Because that's what I want to do. Like, I just want to come and talk about Star Wars and have a good time and bring the love. Yeah, man, I love Star Wars. I love talking to my buddy Will. Love hearing from you guys. Um. Okay, let's see. Let's get through some voicemails, and then we got a couple emails. This one is from Josh, who I believe is also in the chat. By the way, Sean is in the chat. He said, "Thanks, guys." No, thank you, Sean. Thank you, buddy. That's right. Um, this is from Josh. Hello there, Haas and Will. This is Josh Wright, your internet pal. Uh, wishing you congratulations on your seventh anniversary. Uh, seven is a very lucky number, so I know we're going to get more great uh, podcasts um, over the next year. Um, I want to thank you guys for all you do. Um, this Listening to the podcast is one of the highlights of my week, even, even when it's a slow Star Wars uh, week i always love hearing the uh always entertaining often disgusting uh stories that uh, you guys uh uh tell on the podcast anyway so as we all know mother's day is coming up this sunday so i had a question about some star wars mothers okay um so i'm gonna read a list of seven mothers or mother-like figures in star wars and um i would like you guys to grade them a through f now we know i love my mother she's a great mother i can tell uh by the uh people you guys are that you had great mothers as well but uh some of the mothers in star wars aren't great so um <clears throat> yeah so give them a grade a through f all right here we go number one leia 
Leia. How was Leia as a mother? It's hard to say, man, like, because we don't know. We haven't really seen much of Leia being a mom, right? Like, And it's hard to say that a wayward child reflects entirely upon the parent. Right, like he was kind of being fucked with by outside forces. Yeah. He was led astray. It's hard to give Leia a grade. We don't, we haven't seen enough, like. I give her a pad. I give her a B minus. Yeah, I guess I'll go somewhere around there. I'm not going to put Leia low. Yeah, fucking Princess Leia. I'm not going to put her low, but like, you know, I I still don't have quite a handle on what the hell happens there at the end of uh, Rise of Skywalker when she passes away and the stuff with Ben and stuff. You know, um, if I understood that better, maybe I would I would be able to say something happens. She does something for basically waiting for him to die. I guess magical, and she helps him or something. Yeah. Number two, Padme. Oh, man. Once again, how can you? She's a mom for like two seconds. She died in the process of giving birth to them. So uh, A plus, I guess. A plus, man. A plus. I give her an A plus. She would have been a good mom. Yeah, Yeah. she would have. She would have been a good mom. She's a mom for like three seconds. She was the fucking president of a planet. Yeah. Number three, Hera. Josh, buddy. I don't know anything about that. I didn't know that. <laughs> Josh, you're bringing up all these moms. That, like, <clears throat> we see oh, her at the very end. Yeah, she's got like the little, uh, he her looks like count. an elf. Does but, it? Uh, well, of, of our character, Hera's a great mom, you know. Yeah, I bet you she's a great mom. Like, uh, first off, A, a plus. A plus. She's driving around the galaxy in the ghost with her little green haired boy. All right, A plus. We see her for like two seconds. Yeah. She named her son Jason, and everybody was like, ooh, Jason, like those old books? <laughs> Number four, Aunt Aunt Baru. I bet you Aunt Baru was a good mom. To Luke's a good kid. Aunt Baru's a good mom. A plus. Yeah, A plus. Like, Luke, Luke. <clears throat> yeah, I bet you she's an A plus. Like, she was whipping up dinner in that thing where she's like, it's like, she's up early work, working on dinner and he's like well if he doesn't have those droids on the south ridge there'll be hell to pay yeah amber is a good mom and amber is like yeah 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 you bitch about that every year he's fine eat your eat your liquefied vegetables number five mara jade oh man i don't know <laughs> I don't Anything know about the relationship. I know there was old Ben Skywalker, her and Luke's kid. I remember that. You know what? Just not to piss off the crazy EU people. A plus gold star. She's the best <laughs> mom in Star Wars. I can't remember what she got up to. I know she was the Emperor's hand. Mara Jade, the Emperor's hand. I don't know. And, and, and I, I had a decipher card with her on it. And I read some of those books and then. Some like women are wild that. before they turn to motherhood. You know, motherhood well, straightens some women out. I don't think that's the, no, man. I don't think that's <laughs> number six. Mala, Chewbacca's wife. Does Chewie have a kid? I guess if you count the holiday special, isn't that his kid? Oh, I guess Chewie does have a kid. I bet Lumpy? you. I bet you. Wookiee moms in general are just good moms, right? Like they're protective. You know, 
What 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 you 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 did your head like I don't know if a Wookiee mom is a good mom, sir. On a planet full of Wookies, I'm sure there's a couple bad Wookiee moms. Like I'm sure they run the gamut of good to bad Wookiee moms. But like I would think, for the most part, yeah, Wookiee moms are probably the jam. They probably make Wookiee cookies. All right, I didn't think about that. You might be right. Granola and number seven, Mother Talzin. Mother Talzin. Who is mother? Oh, th- that's the uh, what are they called? The Dotham Mary, uh, like witch lady. Oh, F, F minus. You think F minus? Didn't she raise Savage Opress? Mm. Did she name him Savage Opress? Maybe F minus. If she gave him the name Savage Opress, <laughs> what's lower than an F minus? <laughs> worst mom of the year award like you know how people always talk about like getting the mother's day mug that says number one mom she's gonna have night sisters that's what it is that's what it is she's the she's the leader of the she's the main night sister lady if she named him savage oppress f minus f minus for sure did mace windu and jar jar binks not tangle with that lady in yeah. an episode of clone wars yeah it's actually a pretty good little it's it's better than it's, it had any right in my to. mind because it was good from what I remember. Yeah, it's a good uh, it's a good little arc. All right, we got one more voicemail and then some a couple emails. This is from our buddy Rick. Hey, Haws and Will, how you doing, lads? Happy seventh seventh anniversary, Will Harvest podcast, and uh, cheers to the uh, the lads over at the Sith List as well. I'm sure they're probably either tuning in or listening um quite the week huh may the fourth good times um <laughs> i have a question for you guys i want to have some fun here I'm so i want to have me some obi-wan fun. is yeah. on everybody's mind right now and i had this thought in a new hope he feels alderaan being destroyed right senses that uh millions of people cried out in terror and uh, in a sillier, goofier kind of frame of mind, what embarrassing things do you think Obi-Wan felt through the Force during his life? You know, what kind of goofy nonsense do you think he was like, wait, what the, did that, was that you? What the hell just happened? Um, I don't know. Just something silly and stupid and fun uh, to throw your guys' way. So um, cheers to seven years. And uh, I don't know how you guys do it every week. I mean, for our show, we just managed to do our second episode in 11 months. So you guys are on a better streak than we are. So uh, I will talk with you guys soon. Again, happy anniversary. And may the force be with you. May the force be with you, Rick. Thanks for uh, sending in the voicemail. What weird shit has Obi-Wan felt through the force, Will? I was just trying to think about it timeline-wise. And if Obi-Wan and Yoda can feel through the force the shenanigans of the Rebels crew and um, uh, Cal Kestis, you know, I wonder well, if they can feel what they're up to. Well, you know, so it's not Obi-Wan, but you know, Ezra does interact with Yoda in Rebels, right? So mm-hmm. um, I like to think like, you know, on days when Obi-Wan's force senses are like uh 
real heightened and he goes into like downtown Moss Eisley to buy provisions for the month or whatever. Yeah. He's just walking through and he's like, that guy over there has really got to take a shit. He needs to go <laughs> real bad. <laughs> you got something like that, Will? Nope. I have nothing like that. You don't got nothing like that? Mm-mm. Come on, Will. Nope. Give me something here, man. Give me a little something. Seven years. Help me out here, bro. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh. Um, all right. We got two emails. This is from Lore. I believe I pronounced that correctly. I hope I didn't mess it up. She says, hi, Halls and Will. Happy birthday to the podcast. Hope you two are well. I rewatched the last episode of Rebels and the first of The Bad Batch the other day in which you see two different iterations of Palpatine. The nice old granddad when speaking to Ezra and the creepy Sith addressing the Senate that gets broadcasted on Kamino. My question is, how do you think the galaxy at large viewed Palpatine? Did the Senate address we see in Revenge of the Sith make it to the hollow net for everyone to see? Or was it only a select few that got to see it? The rest of the galaxy thinking Palpatine looked like a nice old man. Maybe we'll get an answer in Kenobi or Andor. Who knows? Looking forward to hear your thoughts. Thank you so much for the great content every week. Listening to it every Saturday morning is always the best start to the weekend. Your friend in the force, Lore. Or Lore. Lore? Hey. Um, man, uh, that's an interesting question. I kind of feel like most of the galaxy would have seen the broadcast from Revenge of the Sith because that's where he lays out his case against the Jedi, right? Right. So if he's trying to turn the galaxy against the Jedi, they probably would have seen. You, you would assume the Senate is broadcast on some sort of. Like Planet Star Wars C-SPAN? C-SPAN, yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm just assuming that that is broadcast to the masses. Yeah. And his whole excuse about being crippled by the attack of the Jedi, that's all show. Yeah, well, obviously. Um, your boy, Egg69, says he is the Senate. That is true. He's the Senate. He is, in He's fact, the, the Senate. Senate. We all know this. We should. I should have known better. Um, yeah, I would, um, so like there was this, maybe it was in like the first edition of the star Wars novelization, right? Um, if King Tom is still in chat, he may be able to clarify if I get something wrong, but there was like this prologue, um, that talked about sort of, uh, the emperor and how he took over and then went into hiding. So like at one point, it seemed like the idea was like that he took over and then he went into hiding and wasn't really ever seen much again. You know, um, obviously things have changed and stuff has changed since way back then. But it's a real interesting look into some of the earlier ideas of prequel stuff because we didn't get a lot of those back in the day, right? Like I remember reading in the Return of the Jedi novelization where it talks about... Um, where it talks about how uh, Obi-Wan and Vader fought and Invader fell into a, a volcano. And so, you know, from that point on, that was stuck in my head. And I was like, well, mm -hmm. if we ever see that, that'll be fucking cool. I don't know why I went on the rant. I don't know, man. 
we got one more email coming in on a crash landing my dude this is from roy <laughs> hey guys first time emailing in just wanted walked in on the wife watching bad batch and started wondering do you think we could see the bad batch in the obi-wan series the timeline isn't too incredibly far off and it seems easy to do not necessarily a big part of the show maybe a cameo with helmets on could the planet we see in clips in the obi-wan trailer be ord mantel i'm interested to hear what you think love the show Roy, thanks for writing in. Uh-oh. Okay, so we're going to take a quick break. King Tom, I called on him. I called on King Tom like, like Pikachu, where are you? I don't know, man. And he answered the call. He came with the direct quote. He said, once secure in office, office, he declared himself emperor, shutting himself away from the populace. I knew I remembered something like that. So... Um, anyways, uh, do you think we could see the Bad Batch in Obi-Wan? I doubt it. It would be neat. It would be cool. I don't, like, I'm never going to, at this point, I think it's silly to rule out ever seeing, uh, any of these animated characters in live action, right? Like, it's kind of all on the table at this point. If they're doing, like, freaky mannequin Luke Skywalker, then why couldn't we see the Bad Batch in uh, live action. Um, but part of the reason I think you may not, maybe it wouldn't be the best idea is you don't want to have like a lot of times star Wars writes itself into something where like, so if the bad bats show up in Obi-Wan, then we know who all makes it through to that timeline. You know what I mean? So then we don't have any questions or guesses or wonder what's going to happen to the crew. In the rest it of the re- Bad Batch series. I was going to say, it removes the stakes from the series itself if you showed them too far in the future. Yeah, right? Like, a little bit. Like, that was that was kind of um, the thing with Ahsoka back in the Clone Wars. Like, if they had been... Like, if Clone Wars had been on, and everybody's question was like, well, what the heck happens to this Ahsoka character? She's not around by episode three, right? And everybody... Me included, I can't even say it wasn't me, was like, well, um, clearly things don't work out too well for her. Like, uh, she's probably just not around. If Mandalorian had been running at the same time, you would know, well, she makes it past the original trilogy. So, um, I don't know, man. Yeah, I'll never rule out seeing them eventually in live action. I think they'll probably let Bad Batch run its course, right? And then we'll mm-hmm. see it in live action. Who I want to see in Kenobi in live action get his comeuppance is fucking Commander Cody. Mm. That motherfucker shot my dude Obi Wan's big lizard. Yeah, that's. I was about to say that's the guy that fired on him. Yeah, when he's crawling up the wall. And that would be Commander that Cody. was like his homie. Like that would be if like me and you were in the fucking space military together right and i was like the guy in the armor with the gun and you were a knight a jedi knight and you were like hey man i'm gonna go take care of maybe one of the biggest threats to the galaxy i'm gonna ride this big lizard hold shit down and then as soon as you walked off i got a voicemail from a creepy old dude and i was like well i got no choice i got to kill my best friend yeah yeah you were yeah fuck that that's who i want to see I want to see Cody show up and I want, well, if Cody shows up, A, that means we get Tamora and B, 
little revenge for my dude, uh, Obi-Wan and his big lizard. Buddy, I'm going to double check. He got folded into Vader's 501st. Yeah, I you got to figure that that is a character that they're going to do something with eventually, right? Because it's so like he's such a sort of not a big character, but like there is a story there to tell that what happens to Cody post mm-hmm. uh, Order 66. The Boga, Mr. Red just jogged my memory. That's the name of Obi-Wan's big lizard. The Boga. Um, anyways, guys. That's going to do it for us tonight. Thank you so much to everybody who came by. Oh, shit. Sorry I was late and I'm sorry to slip away in the middle. It's okay, buddy. We we got through somehow. Uh, Sean Hoffman drops mad heat right before, while I'm trying to fucking wrap it up. He says, Commander, Commander Chody. Chody. Shit is good. That's um, good. Anyways, guys. I want to thank you so much for stopping by, for watching us live. If you're listening to the episode, I would like to thank you for listening to our stupid shenanigans over the past seven years or however much you guys have, however long you guys have been listening. We could not say how much we appreciate you. It's so nice to have this to look forward to. And um, I'm really stoked that we've made it seven years, buddy. Thank you so much for all the time you've dedicated and uh, I know it's not always the easiest to schedule. You got dad duties and stuff, but thank you, buddy. Thank you so much, because this means a lot to me uh, to get to sit here and talk with you about Star Wars. Uh, it is week. 100% always a pleasure. And it's the highlight of my week to sit here and talk with you. So I couldn't be happier to do this with you. So, guys, that's going to do it for us this week. We'll see you next week when it won't be live. And if Will's got to go away... I don't have a panic attack. (laughs) Uh, We love you guys. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week. This has been Blue Harvest. May the force be with you. May the force be with all of you. May the force be with us.